What's up, what's up, y'all? This is your host with the most, so have a toast and welcome to Follow the Sports. I am Leader Johnson. We got some Villanova stuff to talk today. We got Villanova football. We got women's basketball. We got things to break down, man. This is straight Villanova post, y'all. Yeah. Let's go. Talk about y'all go get that Quavo new album out. Rocket power, man. We are going to talk about this football, man. I love the offensive line and defensive line. Now listen, and I love the women basketball recruiting that's still not done, man. We are here, man. Listen, all right. What I like about this Villanova team from the start is they offensive line. Because they've been recruiting these guys for a minute. And it's good to see them all now they've earned their spot. Jake Picard is the center. Recruited him. Um, Picard was a big-time 2020 priority. Um, you know, drafting him as a guy that could play guard. Big-time 6'5", 305 player. I mean, to see him, and he's progress so good. Every year he's getting he got better and better. He was to the point where it was just his time, man, like, you know, once guys like Grant and all of them started um, moving on, MJ Dumas, guys like that moving on, um, you had to see if these guys was ready. Or if they wasn't, Villanova just would have went straight for the transfer portal because they've been great at there. We're also going to talk about that with the defensive line. They got some good defensive linemen, good defenders. And we're talking about the trenches in this uh, podcast. The trenches is the defensive line, the offensive line. It's always the trenches. You know, and and to have a good football team, there's a lot of things you got to have. And this is what I think. The one, two, three on offense. The one, two, three is the quarterback, the running back, the receiver. Cowboys had it. The Eagles had it when they had Gary Blunt, Alshon Jeffrey, and Carson Wentz. And then they went and got, you know, when you go get that second guy, Jahi, when you got that second guy, Torrey Smith, you know, um, it always helps, but it got to start with that one, two, three. Then the trenches. The trenches is the defense line, the offensive line. Who gonna protect your quarterback? Who gonna put pressure on your quarterback? You know, and that revolves everything out. Then the icing on the cake. The icing on the cake. The secondary, because when they pressure that quarterback, he gotta throw it somewhere. If somebody's open and he can get get somebody that's open, that pressure didn't matter. But if you the elite, the the better your secondary is, the better your team. That's the complete thing. The better your team will go. And we, you want to, if you want to argue any other guy, linebackers, if you want to go to special teams, go ahead, you can argue that if you want. But that is the one, two, three. 
that you got to have to win a, a Super Bowl or, or a national championship. The number one trophy where you're at, if there's a conference championship, to have a good team, a one, two, three on offense, the trenches have to be good, which is the offensive line, defensive line, and your secondary. This is it. This is the one, two, three. So, starting with this offensive line, Steven Valtain. Valtair, once again, Steven Voltaire. Excuse me. Sorry about that. But Steven Voltaire was a Massachusetts prospect. Um, 2021, uh, they went for this guy. They went for him. He was a, he was a priority uh, recruit. He's 6'5". 315 as well. And he's a sophomore. He came in through this unit. He proves himself to be that good, that fast. He's going to be a special player. He's going to be, listen, to have him and Ajirotu, Ajirotu, that's another guy, Tima, he's the other guy at tackle. Then you go, who was another guy that was heavily covered in that, um, another guy, a big-time recruit out of that 2020 class, Straight out of New York, this is a guy who accomplished things at Eagle Academy, man. He was that guy, and now he's there. He's, I mean, with him and Voltaire at tackle, nobody's looking at this. Nobody's analyzing this. They're not looking at the danger that it's about to happen with these two guys at tackle. And then Picard in the middle. Then in the, in the interior, your guards is the most. This one was big. This one was big. Um... You got Nick Torres and Michael Corby. That is an elite line, man. Only reason that people are not... Voltaire, what he has done and and improvements and stuff I hear about him and now where he's at. Ajiro Tutu is is a guy that T-Mai has been getting praised since he got in camp. He's been that guy. He's had to wait his turn. And in, in that turn, Villanova sharpens... They're iron. They just really loaded. They really made it a priority to go out and make this offensive and defensive line good over the last couple of years, and it had to get to this point. Now it's to the point. You still got guys like Wyatt Hummel who can play all over the football field. He can play guard, tackle, or center. He's that versatile. He's been that versatile since they recruited him. You're still looking at Eric Bacchus is another talented guy that can go in the interior, sit on the outside. Guys in the trenches like Tommy Broderick, that was a big-time recruit for them coming in for off this recruiting class. Ian Erickson, another guy at 6'6", 315. He's going to be – I think he's going to be a big-time talent for this team. He looks good. Uh, at 6'6", I mean, this is a big guy. Kyle Faye, another big guy coming in there freshman. Just watch for Faye and Erickson. He's – 6'6", 285 right now is fake. Guys like Voltaire had the game where he did. You know, watch out for those two guys. Looking at it. And I said Wyatt Humble. Definitely talked about how good Wyatt Humble is. You know, Wyatt Humble, 6'6", 315. But at that, at that size, he can play all three, like all positions all over the offensive line. It's crazy about him. Then you're looking at... Where you going, Dan, Dan McManus? That gives them you know, some veteran leadership in there. Uh, Chris McCullers is another guy, a, a, a recruit. That's that's another talented player that they got. 
Looking at Jaden Rowling, 6'5", 320. Ever since they, when they got that New York prospect, I was like, man, right out of Hudson Catholic. When I saw this guy and I looked at him, I said, man, you see his film, you see how he played, and he's another guy that is, is going to get some time. He's a graduate. He's coming in. He gives them, along with Wyatt Humble, some of that experience with big man is they give them that experience and we'll see where Rowling goes at this point. But I know he'll definitely get time along that uh, offensive line. Then we're talking about other guys, you know, on this offensive line to add a little thing to it. You know, Quinn Whalen is another guy. He's a sophomore. He adds a little bit to the line, you know, just a little bit experience and a guy that's, you know, been looking good also. That offensive line, now they got people along the line. They can just throw in there, and it really doesn't move their offensive line. They have players. And that's how good Voltaire has been. For Voltaire to go over guys like Hummel, to go over guys like Rollins, that just lets you know how good Voltaire is. And that just means now we're looking at this line, and it's going to be blocking for a good offense with weapons. This offense has a 1-2-3. We want to talk about the 1-2-3. I get more in-depth with the position and other, I, I'm doing, I'm breaking down a couple of positions by podcast, but you look at how many runners that they have with with uh, D. Will Barley and Jalen Jackson and T.D.A. O'Durjai plus Eli Smith and Isaiah Wright. They got runners. Now you got guys that can block. That interior is real crazy with Bacard, Torres, and Corby. That's crazy. And then you're looking at who's going to block the blind side. These two guys here on the outside with Voltaire and Azure Tutu, are, are, are we playing right now? Are we are we not seeing what we what they have here? I think people is um not really understanding how good this line is. These were recruits. And you're looking at the senior in Azure Tutu, but then you look at the super sophomore in Voltaire. Then you're looking at Nick Torres, who's been putting in work for, I mean, this man. Nick, then Michael Corby, how he can walk on, came on on the scene and just really did his job. Then you're looking at Jake Picard, another big recruit. This is the best I've seen this offensive line, you know, since you had, you know, uh, Dumas and you had other guy like it was another other guys transferred once the transfer portal got big. So guys left. But this is the most talented to me I've seen them. We've seen a lot of guys, and I'm trying to just be fair. Trying to be fair. We just had some guys leave. We had a couple of years with some good line, but this line is super talented right now. And then with guys on the outside that can help. Like, I'm really looking for Connor Watkins to have an unbelievable year. I'm looking for the running backs all to be hard to stop. Seriously, especially with Eli Smith available and Isaiah Wright. Like, they got guys on this team that can play and are ready to play now. Then you got Jabril Mace you got guys that have, you know, come and, and 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 stated their claim basically on this team as freshmen and sophomore that ain't even got no time yet. Like Jabriel Mace is gonna be another guy. You know, you got Isaiah Ragland. Julian Glantz, that's another guy that I think nobody's paying attention to real hard. He's a guy that can, you know, get yards. He's a tough running back. Tough running back. You know, so they're there. And then looking at the receivers, he has seen Watkins is a, is a dual threat. He needs time to throw. When you got a, a good line like that, just like with Jalen Hurts with the Eagles, it really makes a guy that's mobile even more dangerous that we all know because he can already duck tackles. He's already going to extend plays because he can move on his feet. 
But if you give him time to throw, that little bit of pressure that might come from um, a, a defensive line or, or defense in total might not be much at all. It might still be enough time because he's going to be able to move his feet once he sees the pressure from afar. You know, it's, a, it's like three different, you know, it's, it's like a, it's levels to it for a quarterback with feet. Because the first thing he's going to do is get set up in his stance. He's going to look. But if, if he's a guy that can move his feet, he's already thinking run from a flinch. A guy that's standing in the pocket not thinking run. He's like, I can only make a couple of steps and then make a throw if I do run. So I got to make this throw standing up. That's how I stand up. That, that's how a pocket quarterback thinking. But a guy that's a dual threat, he's already thinking run or, or stand here. Once he has two options in his mind before he rolls, then you got the second option because there's a, it could be that little bit of pressure. It could be a hand. You could see a guy getting closer. So you move a couple of feet. That's the second thing. Am I going to move a couple of feet? Do I have to or not? Or am I just going to run when I see that, that, that second approach? But then you have the third approach. The hand's getting to your face. A person's getting to you. There's action. Now you have to move more feet. Can you, are you going to have to run or can you throw? That's the thing. You have two options. Some people just, oh, I can't, I can't. Some are not really that good at throwing on the run. They just going to have to move their feet. Still do three quarterbacks. But Connor Rockers can do it. And he has a cannon. So now you got guys out there like, when you, you look at the one, two, three I told you about, but who is the three? Is it Hayek or is it Pringle? You got two number one guy, guys that can be number one receivers for any team right now. These guys are that good. I don't think they're going to get their credit yet. I think it's just it's so unfortunate. These two guys are that good. This is the best duo of receivers I've seen in Villanova. This is the best group of runners I've seen at Villanova. And since 2016, since I've been covering them, this is the best group of receivers. This is the best. They got a one-two. Then you're looking at Daniel Lopez and Ethan Carr coming in. That's going to be crazy. So we'll talk about that position more. But the offensive line makes this even more exciting this year. Not only that, they got ex- – last year, all those guys needed experience. There was a lot of guys that left over the last two years. And I was expecting a whole nother like, okay, they jump on. But these guys weren't mentally ready. They're talented but they weren't mentally ready. The talent is not nowhere. I mean, now what you look at with this team, they got their bumps. They got their bruises. All that talent is ready. Connor Watkins at 6'3", 225, can run the football. He needed that year. He needed to mess up. You know, he came in. At the times you saw him come in for Daniel Smith, he was throwing bombs every time. Now, he had to take his bumps and bruises. So you're looking at this offensive line, and we talking big. We talking big, man. I mean, in this offense, you look at Michael Corbin. You look at Nick Torres. These are, those are two guys you can see possibly being All-American or first-teamers in the, in the CAA, like, big. But people are forgetting about Voltaire and Picard and Ezra Tutu, like, these guys can do the same. This is a good lineup, a very good unit. So I'm excited to see this unit, and I'm excited for the depth on this unit. Like, they did a great recruiting job, and I think, you know, like I say, Kyle Fay and Ian Erickson, the two guys, Eric Boskis, like, there are guys 
that are not even going to get their time that are in the trenches waiting. I think the lower fans, if you're a football fan and you're trying to hear about this, should be excited about the offensive line because they, they recruited some, and now that that wave of who they recruited, like Picard, uh, Torres was before all of them, then you had Corby. You know, Torres, I remember when Nick Torres, the first time he recruited that big guy, I was like, this is another good recruit. You know, the same way I I, I, I judge uh, Benford, the same way I judge Amos, the same way I judge Ryan, I judge, no question, I judged him. I said, this guy's good. Didn't know if he was going to be able to get his time, or get, but this guy has the talent. And I thought he was going to make it regardless, whether I was going to be wrong or not, and he's here. So now you have Torres and Corby. Corby has been the, the he's the number one lineman on it. He's been there. But Voltaire is something different. He's ready right now from Lays to one guy. As Rue Tutu is another like this is gonna be a very good rotating line to where people they're gonna to continue to have a good line. I think they found the formula of having a good line. Um well I say they're the best line in CAA, you know, they're one of the best lines. I don't know where they're not, they're not the best, but they're one of the best. And and they have some good. I'm just excited to see this line. Any more than any year, I'm excited for the offensive line. Um, so when we get back, man, we're going to talk more about, you know, the Villanova offensive line. Just a little bit. Put some things down about it. But the defensive line. The dogs they have there, especially at the tackle position, you're like, wow. You know, then you're looking at the athlete. This is this is the transfer they brought in. This is going to be a big offensive line. So we'll be back to talk more. Villanova football, Villanova sports on Follow the Leader. I'm about to close. I'm about to close. Cause the crowd says so 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 Check that out. Uh, that's motion by Nas. Yeah. We are back. We are back, man. We are back. And we want to talk defensive. I've been waiting to talk about defensive line like this. I'm telling you, Villanova football, we talk about what Coach Neptune did for basketball. What Coach Ferranti and those guys do is not looked at. 
I got to start throwing some stuff. I mean, this is, listen, Nathan Pagan is my guy. Uh, Coach Devine, um, shout out to Ola Adams. You know, he's doing his thing still in the NFL, man. Um, uh, Jesus, man. It's just so many. Uh, Dustin Johnson, so many guys. Coach Bowden, yo, offensive coordinator came in there. Pagan moved to the wide receiver and, and still seeing – Looking at Coach Reed, looking at Colangelo, you know what I'm saying? I mean, goodness, Josh Fletcher, what he's able to do with those running backs. Like I said, Justin Johnson is not, they're not talking about he's a good recruiter to um, Coach Klein with the tight ends. Once Pagan moved the receiver, then they needed somebody to keep it up, and they have, they, they've got, they've recruited good, and they got good tight ends. Uh, my guy, Nuto, um, TJ Landis, always doing this thing, Mr. Waite. Athletic trainer keeps them good, and Mike Tucker shoots in conditioning. Listen, you have to look at these guys. And Sean Devine, it, it, I just I feel this man's gonna have fun. I mean, you look at the running backs, how stacked they are, and you you look at their unit, right? You look at their unit, and Devine has a great offensive line unit. I mean, he's had some good group of guys. He's had a great group of guys. We can talk about them. We can talk about you know, Green Ridge and all those guys. Listen, but this group is so much more talented. And I don't know if Divine Mike can disagree with me on it, but I just feel like he has the most talented unit he's ever had, you know. We still got Penny Packer. Now let's talk about the D-line. Penny Packer. Legendary coach Penny. The Penny Packer family, shout out to them. Listen. And I'm, I'm going to talk to him more. I ain't talk to my boy. I need to get and talk to him. I haven't listened. I'm looking at this line, and we can start. We can start first. We can start from that first guy who I feel like he had to have a privilege to really get this guy, to get Jake Redwine, all right, coming from Holy Cross. I mean, this man, if y'all don't know, is a monster. 6'3", 265. He's going to have – he's going to be an impact player on the defensive line you know, Penny Packer been looking for a guy in this mode here. 48 tackles last year. Nine and a half for a loss. Six and a half sacks. All right, we're talking about a guy that's a constable. He had five sacks the year before that. Oh, yeah, it's about to be party time. Eight tackles for a loss the year before that. Listen, man. Villanova makes a great deal. They got Daniel Smith like that. They make a great deal when they go snatch Daniel Abraham, who's going to have a super year. He's a, such a talented player. Such a talented player. And congratulations on him getting the captain along with Nick Torres and D. Will Barley. Great. They deserve it. They've been here. They've been through the lumps. I mean, D. Will was, was, was performing. D. Will was performing as soon as he stepped on made an impact. Him and T.D., Man, soon as that it was their turn, man, they impacted. And D Will was the first one to get that time before T D. D Will was the one, so it, it, he just earned it so hard. You know, it was like Jalen Brunson stepping on the floor and Villanova and just you know immediately impacting. All right, um, Nick Torres, man, what can you say? He he's the elder statesman in that that group. I mean. I remember meeting his parents out there on tailgate. Great people. Super. I just love family. I love good families. And they're one of my favorites. I like the Gillespie's. 
haven't I haven't even met them in person, but I've they've always supported me, and I love the Gillespie's. But man, the Torres family, yes. Shout out to Changa High's uh, mom. Shout out to uh, Jalen Jackson's family. Shout out to um, Justin Covington mom. Like the good family aspect is so great. Shout out to Dada's mom. It's so um, uh, the Damian Cosby Roundtree. If y'all know who Dada is, legendary basketball uh, player out here in Villanova. Legendary Philadelphia player, you know, played at Norman Garetti. Shout out to Norman Garetti. Okay. Now, I'm sorry, Nova fans, for taking so long. I had to do my homework. I had to get more into what players, this and that, so I can give you that. Now, who's going to start? This is one guy here. He's definitely going to get that. Um, another transfer, Cam Cognine. We'll talk about him, but we'll get to him. One guy we're going to talk about is another transfer in Chad and Pierre. 62270. You get another experienced guy. This guy never really got his, his, his time. He's coming from North Dakota. You know, he never got his shot to. He didn't get much time. If you're looking at the 62270 guy, he started four games. Of the nine games, he was dead. He had 21 tackles, one and a half for a loss. He was an honorable mention. All academic. So, you know, that's that's definitely Villanova. <laughs> he had a sack the year before in sent tackles. He's a guy with talent. Watch out for this guy. Great off the edge. Relentless. They got two transfers who are just ready to play. And the crazy thing about Chad is that you're getting him, you know, at a time when, you know, I mean, these guys are just so ready to play. You're getting them off momentum. 62270. Um, Jake is 62265. You know, one from the West Coast, California prospect, one right here at home comes home. You look at Albina Noobodo. Noobodo, excuse me. A junior, 63310. People have been waiting to see this great Delaware prospect get his time. This is the year you will see him rotate, get his time. Big time uh, commit in 2020, in which he redshirted. Now he's, listen, he will be getting time, and he's a guy to look at, going to start some trouble. Going to start some trouble. 63310, remember the name, he's going to start some trouble. Okay, when you can rotate, we're already talking about a defensive line. And guys like these three guys here, they're going to get after the quarterback. They're going to get after the quarterback. You know, Noah Bodo is a, is a guy that Obina was a, an athlete in school at his size. And he affected both offensive and defensive lines. And listen, this is a PDA prospect straight from Philadelphia. I mean, this guy is going to have a season. You look at some freshmen they got who will probably we'll see if they get time. They definitely got the talent. The New Jersey Project Ivan Murray was a great commit to get. Nigel McSween, a guy that'll come off that edge, another New, a New Jersey prospect. There were two guys out of Jersey that they got that were top targets and they got them. But we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm going down this line. Listen to me. I'm talking about depth and young depth and talent. So as we go down. Getting Capri Martin was big, 62255, New York prospect. Um, 
And when you look at the defensive line there, uh, uh, Tyler Lang and Luke Lupo. Luke Lupo is a guy that really was playing linebacker, also played some defensive end. Unbelievable athleticism. They want to put him at the defensive line. If they can get the the they they can milk the talent out of this young kid, who's a heck of an athlete, great vertical, uh, cool vertical. Like this guy's an athlete, plays with energy. At six four two fifteen, you get him to put on say 235, I think he's a problem on the edge, regardless if you want him to move bigger, get bigger, or you want him just to be an edge guy. Like, this guy has talent. And Tyler Langan's another guy, 6'5", 6'3", 260. He can get after you. He had 46 tackles, two sacks last year. Um, and senior year, another guy to get in there. Now, let's talk about Camden my guy, Camden Gagnon. I think this was the, one of the best coming from Brown. One of the best, if the, not the top transfer they got. He had 30 tackles last year, five quarterback hurries. You put him in, and you're talking about a big-time stopping guy, a guy that can go with Jake Redwine and Chad and Pierre and do good with your offensive line. He had 6'4", 270. 6'4", 270. 6'4", this kid is going to come in with Jake Redwine and really make this a good unit. And then Chad and Pierre, you have experienced guys that are ready. Coming straight, a New Hampshire prospect coming from Brown, one of the best players in, in, in Villanova gets him. The year before, 20 tackles, seven and a half for loss. He's going to be a guy that can rush the pass and stop the run. Just a very good pickup. By Villanova, um, Cam, we had Cam, we had Jake, we had Chadden. Now you're adding experience and guys who are ready. Now people ain't seen the greatest of Pierre. Pierre's really going to do some. Villanova added three good Star Wars players to this team. Now, and we're gonna go in. And we're gonna see they got some straight. Now, now they got dogs on the line that'll go actually like a, like a number of them, a number of them. Transfer portal. People talk about the transfer portal, but there are good and bad things to everything. And the good thing is that a team like Nova can plant guys in there to can already go with some talent. Now, we want to talk about where we start at right now after you leave those three guys. Let's talk about Jay Green, six foot, 285. This is going to be the year where he let people know about him. Like, it's his time now. He's going to get time on that defensive line. He's going to get time on the defensive end. He's going to get time for tackle or end. I mean, he's a very talented player. It's his time. He's been waiting for it. This is a guy, one of those guys that's been waiting for his time, and it's time now. Like, Jake Green is a monster in it. Another guy you're going to have to watch out for. Six foot 285, making those moves. Now it's going to be rotations when you got Pierre, when you got Ray Wright, when you got Jake, and then you got Camden. Reichwein is going to be a terror along with Camden. So now you got those guys and Pierre. Watch what I tell you about Chad and Pierre. He just didn't get his time. He's going to get his time now. He is going to be a factor in the CAA. They're going to know his name. Like I watched the guys film, did my homework. Like this is a guy that's just ready to, to put his talent out to a team. And Pierre, that, that's... That's going to be that guy. Him, Reichwein, 
Gagnon. I mean, them guys are going to be. This was just so good to get these guys right now, these type of players for this team. Now, just like Jay Green, Aiden Howard, 6'2", 290. These two guys, Howard and Green, when they got them, that was such a huge, huge get for them on that recruiting class. But now, you're looking at Howard, um, you're looking at Green, this is their time to shine. Aiden Howard was a three-star defensive tackle. He was one of the top five uh, most highly ranked um, recruits for 247 sports. Now, now you're looking at his time, and this is going to be big. Like him as a defensive tackle, along with, uh, you know, Green, he's going to play the inside. But they're also going to play on the outside because he's recruited as a defensive end. I mean, this guy's going to – him and Green are going to have a big-time year this year. And I just told you about the guys that have his vets, you know, Pierre, Raikwan, and Gagnon. They're going to come and immediately impact. But you got guys like Green and, and Howard who have been waiting for this opportunity for them to be that priority on a defensive line. Here they go. This is their time. Mike Kennedy, um, we'll see what it would go. He's another talented guy, but we'll see if he's going to get that time because you're about to get the names. And this is a crowded, talented defensive line. Like I was talking about um, Tyler Langan at 6'3", 260. But he won't get no – it'll be hard for him to get that time in there. Uh, loophole, 6'4", 215. This guy, he is a – you look at why is he as a defensive line? Cause listen, he played linebacker in high school, but listen, he's he's a dynamic athlete at the defensive line. If they can get weight on him at least two thirty five, he's a problem. Okay, now Capri Martin is another guy straight out of um, a New York prospect, and this guy can play like. You haven't seen him yet. At 6'2", 255, another guy's going to come off to the edge. You look at Nigel McSween at 6'4", 250. You come in with Ivan Murray at 6'2", 65. These are young guys. This is a young, talented, finally with, you know, some horses. Now, they're, they're back there. They're not going to know too much. We'll see if they earn that opportunity, Ivan Murray and Nigel McSween and Tyler Langdon. Will they earn that opportunity? I don't think Loophole this year will be able to do that right now, but um, I think they need more weight on Lupo. I think they're going to develop him real good and, and get the best out of him. Then you're looking at um, Obina. Nobodu. Nobodu is a guy, listen, man. You're going to see when he gets in at 6'3", you're going to see the, the, the menace between Gagnon you, know, you got Gagnon, you got Noah Bodu, you got um, Aiden Howard, you got Jay Green. On the outside, you still got Raekwon. Uh Green can play the outside. You got Pierre. Like, it's, it's what they have to flex with. Just look at these teams. Look at what they have to work with. In the trenches. Who I think starts there, of course, I think Raekwon and Gagnon get to start. But who else gets to start on the other side? That's a toss-up to me, to anybody. I mean, could it be Green? Could it be Howard? 
one of those guys start. I mean, those those are the guys that line. If you're looking at, you know, it, is uh, will they put Pierre over there? Will N- Nabodu get the start along with Gagnon and Raikwan? Will it be like that? Because Gagnon is six four two seventy, can play that edge. You got Raikwan over there at around two sixty five. You put Nabodu in the middle at 310, you got your big guy. Now, you, know, you can go other ways. It's no doubt you can go other ways. You got Jay Green, you got Aiden Howard. I'm talking about the experience level. You got other guys in there with Capri Martin. I'm really going to be anxious to see who all has earned the trust of Ross Pennypacker and the defensive line, who has earned the trust of Coach Veranchi. It's, it's good talent there. I'm telling you, McSween, Martin. Uh, Mike Kennedy, a guys I'm intrigued by. It's always intriguing to see uh, the young talent and what they can do. It's coming from where Capri Martin and Nigel McSween did, especially getting uh, Capri Martin the way they did. These are good players. You know, um, like I said, Lupo's a good athlete. Uh, Ty Langan is another guy. You're going to see how he, you know, what type of talent does he bring there? But it's going to be something com- competing with Kennedy and Capri and McSween. You know, it's going to be something competing with them guys. But they have now a, a, a locker room. That room is full of some, you know, good talent. I mean, I honestly believe Capri, Martin, McSween. I say their names a lot. And, and then Green and Howard are guys that can start. They have that type of talent. I do. I really believe in what they got, and and like I say, I I, I like a pre Martin. Pre Martin is a real. He's a guy we're gonna see a lot from. And you're looking at Jay Green and Aiden Howard. Always big on those guys. Their line, offensive line, defensive line, is where it needs to be in terms of depth and talent right now. This is how you win conference championships. This is how you win championships. Their trenches is is big right now. We get back, man. Um, who do I expect the biggest year out of on both sides? I like. Um, I'm real big on Voltaire right now. I mean, I'm so huge on Voltaire. I mean, Steve ain't Voltaire. I'm big on him, man. I think he's moving quick. And as far as the defensive line, I just think Reichwein's gonna have a super duper season. Like he's just gonna really be Forrest Ryan like. On, as, a, as a pass rusher. Um, but Nabodu is another guy, I think, those two guys right there, you know, to, to exclude what I think Pierre and um, and um, who was it? Beside Nabodu and Raikwan, um to exclude what I think Pierre and Cagnon can do. I just think the Bodu and, and Raikwan are going to have a big, big season. It's just, this team is built different, man. I, I like this, like the recruiting. Dustin Johnson's done a great job. Uh, all of them, Sean Devine, Pagan. This is just a good group, and it, you're going to see me explain a lot and just break down. Like, you got three experienced dogs on that defensive line, but then you got guys who are learning and ready to step in. You got guys who are learning. And ready. Aiden Howard and Jay Green are just can't wait 
They can, I mean, people are forgetting how good those two guys are. They cannot wait. Looking at Mike Kennedy, he's ready to prove himself. Ready to prove himself, man. This is his time. This is his time. He's ready to prove himself. He's he's been accomplished since high school. That's the guy you got to watch out for. It's going to make the breakthrough. Uh, Wyatt Hummel, I think, if if Villanova is rotating tackles, I mean, offensive linemen, I think Wyatt Hummel is going to prove why he's he's such a good player. Such a good player. Um, uh, Kyle Faye and Erickson, it's good to have big guys on your team, you know, big guys on your offensive line, the defensive line. When you get to get guys like Erickson and Faye, you got to feel real good about where you're going on the tackle position. I mean, it's just a good, good squad. When you got a 6'5 guy, that's solid. But when you got a 6'6 guy, that's, oh, my goodness. That inch is always big. It's just, and they're talented. And they're real good, man. Faye was a very, real good, he was a big priority early for Nova. So I see a lot of big things coming out of Kyle Faye. A lot of big things out of him with the defense, offensive line. Defensive line, Aiden Howard and Jaden Green. I'm almost going to say that another couple of times, man. Like, seriously, man, I just think it's their time. They're going to get their, their time in. I think Howard and Green are two guys to look at that you're going to be like, oh, man. Um, this is the trenches is big. So when we come back, man, we'll talk more about uh just some offensive off with some Villanova women's basketball and um a little bit of recruiting for the Villanova basketball. A little check in for y'all, man. I did some checking in, so I will give y'all some scoops, man, for the Villanova men's basketball. When we get back off of follow the leader. Best friends chill by the pool, they belly dance and laughing, throwback sweatsuits from the rambling. They back trucks bringing bad like Brian Cranston, black and white night dumps, some clean pandas. What's up, what's up, y'all? We are here to wrap up with some last parts here. First, let's talk about where we are. Uh, the Villanova women's basketball recruitment. This is great to see where they're at. Dance is already. Um, Jasmine Bosco. They go international and they get a big... A, a, they are, Dylan stays getting the bigs. Rachel Words first was Christina Doss. Look how she's doing it. Almost like the old-time John Thompson Georgetown. Christina Doss, you get her. And I see it once she starts playing, this team goes to another level. And it did. You know, we had her with Seagrass and then she was, Doss is good. And then um, Brent McCurry, you add another big, and she's going to be a problem, man. Like, she's really good, good. Like, Jesus. Then you get Rachel Wirtz, who's another good big on both sides of the floor on this class. It, it's, it's just a blueprint on what's going on. And that one class with Lucy Olsen, you see they got Zanai Jones, and, you know, they got other guards. 
it was they just putting themselves with guards and you know Dawes was the one big. You're definitely like okay, yeah. You know they they got that was a good class with Lucy Olson and Bella Ryan. So many different aspects of that class. Um, let's begin to look, and um, I talk. I communicated with Coach Dillon, and she said she is still looking for another commit. So if we are talking about uh, possible commitments. Villanova big on certain um, prospects. 2025, Madison Francis is a big uh, person that they're after. Madison Francis is big on Villanova. Looking at the Villanova football uh, class, recruiting class of this year, 2024, you got Dylan Mills, you got Chris Colby, you got uh, Brandon Manzowski, uh, Afonso Koku, Anthony Hawkins, you get Jamie Tyson, uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Cregan, who was a big offensive lineman, six six. As to what Erickson and what Faye bring to you, um, this is a good. It's starting out to be one of those good productive classes. You just got to see things are just unwinding just right for this team. They have other guys there after. They know what they want. They're going after them. Um, this is a this football team is. I think last year was a big lesson for them. You know, got to get the guys ready. Some guys wasn't ready, talented, but others wasn't ready yet. You know, the quarterback was a big thing. He has to have his head in the game. Uh, mistakes can't be made. The defense has to be consistent. Got some guys just weren't there yet. Almost there, weren't there. These guys. I mean. Looking at this defensive line, the offensive line, it's, they're going in a great direction. With a good one, two, three, good offense. Going in a good direction. As far as the girls, um, Logan Greer, um, Bella Ragon, Erica Gribble, all targets that Dylan is going after. And it's going after one more in 2024. One more in 2024. So... This Villanova staff is doing great at how they're, you know, able to manage the Villanova women's division with the men's division. The football division, the football team is stacked with recruits coming in. And Dustin Johnson and them just continue. They continue to bring in good. Sean Devine, Nathan Pagan, they continue to bring in good talent for this whole program of football. It's really been a reshape, especially with Pagan going back to the receiving from the tight end coach to receiving coach, the man is good, man. He knows what he's doing. This year, we're going to talk. That's what we're going to talk about next. Um, the running backs and the uh, receivers, the next podcast, we'll get on that. But um, Villanova Racial Words, Jasmine Basco, who you're going to see, people are going to love her when she's out there. And Cesaretti is just, a, she just can ball. In the same form of Maddie Weber, that they're getting players that can just play and be leaders. Basco is, she's, he's my favorite recruit out of all of them. But Wurtz is like the ice on the cake because you get size, man. Now you get size. Last week, they got Dawes, you got uh, Wurtz, and you get um, McCurry. I'm just excited about the size they get, the talented size, and they continue to get guards to spell it. So this team 
Dylan knows exactly what she's doing. So listen, man, uh, this has been an unbelievable uh, podcast to break down some things. So as far as recruiting goes, okay, this is what we have to end. Everybody want to know about the recruit. Uh, Bethia's visiting today. It is the 25th of August. Jaleel Bethia, um, arguably the best prospect in PA, uh, top 20 prospect, has climbed up, did basically like a Cam Whitmore climb up. This, this kid is good. Um, you got Kansas after him. Miami's after him. You know, um, Alabama's after him. I mean, if we're looking at Jaleel, Jaleel Bethia, I talked with Jalova there last night on the phone just to get, you know, I'll have an interview coming out real soon about his breakdown. He has, um, you know, I wait till things kind of clear up a little bit, you know, uh, with some prospects I talked to him. But you got Alabama, Miami, Kansas, Syracuse, Villanova. And I asked him, I said, yo, I said, is these your last five schools? Are these what you, you know, anybody can break in? And he got to thinking, like thinking. And then um, he's like, no, these are the five schools that I'm going to stick with and I'm going to break down to. So this is, that's the big thing. I mean, at first he was like, you know, I don't, you know, but he's like, no, you know what? This is it. This is where I'm going. So one of these five schools. So I asked him about Villanova and, you know, we got to talking about how great a relationship he has with Neptune and Nardi. You know, uh, Nardi's a guy you don't hear about. You know, he has makes great relationships and the national prospects as well. And um, he said they call often. <laughs> At least two times a week you're hearing from Villanova. You know, um, he, he likes Villanova. Then, you know, he got to talking about, because um, I went to the question, you know, is anybody trying to, you know, lure you in. And he said Colin Gillespie was one of them. Colin Gillespie was a guy, because I asked him about Colin. I'm like, you know, you know, Colin was a legend. He said, Colin is trying to get me to go to Villanova. He wants me to go to Villanova. And, you know, uh, looking at this, looking at the picture, because this is the 25th right now, August 25th. Just remember, um, Even after this with Jaleel Bathia, you know, Villanova has a big September. On the 8th, you got um, Isaiah Elhom. He'll come visit on the 8th of September. Uh, he's a five-star, 2024 uh, power forward. I mean, small forward. Okay, power forwards come on the, 20, on the 15th. You got Malcolm Thomas. On the 22nd, you got Josiah Mosley. Everybody talks all this mess about Villanova and what they're not doing. They stay busy. And you talk about who they don't get. It's not who they get. It's who they get at the end. And for Kyle Neptune to be able to get Jordan Dumont last year after stuff was so wacky is unbelievable. The type of talent that Dumont is. But anyway, now, yes, to, this is a big visit here. To Lil Bethia, this is a big, big visit. I'm sure a lot of people will come in red carpet service because he's an Archbishop Wood kid, just like Colin Gillespie. You know, he's a PA kid. So and he's a top 20 kid. 
So now the the red carpet comes out big. Once again, this is a big on, on Villanova. All these visits Villanova has, when certain people don't even get visits, um, Curtis Givens III is going to schedule a visit. That's what he says. Uh, it's it's going to happen. Um, I don't see Tyler Betsy. I just I just don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Duke, like I've said, Duke is after Cooper Flag and you know uh, Nupu, and they're also um, after VJ Edgecombe. Are they they're are they going immediately? Is is how big is Betsy? Like this is real big. Duke also was at the um, the twenty twenty six prospect Manur Greg. He's another guy, um, PA prospect. He he just went on a Duke visit. You know, there's a guy that Villanova's l- looking at. And excuse me, he's a twenty twenty seven prospect, but Duke sees the talent. So already, this is they're already starting to get eyes on this kid. This kid is good. So once again, Manur Greg, if you don't know what it is, uh, he's a 2027 elite prospect. He's going to be a five-star. Uh, he's a guy. He's one of the top 20 guys for sure in that class right now. Um, that just shows you Villanova had to start all over. man. But to see them in everybody's conversation, only lets you know all they have to do is, you know, the other thing is win. With everybody still on over and they're recruiting like they're recruiting. Now, once this season comes and they just get a 20-win season, and I'm just telling the truth, if Villanova gets a season, if they get a tournament, it's all, even if they lose in the first round, it's going to make so many of the recruits be like, okay, I'm going to Nova. Who don't know Nova? They know of Nova. They don't know Nova yet. They got to get the future part. And then you look at um, if they just get a, a winning season and get in the NIT, and you look at them like, hey, this team can win. You have players. They have something to to roll on. But in this hype, in this hype field, they have to make the tournament. They don't have to be in the great eight. They have to make the tournament. Like, they have the talent. And so now this is a big pressure off season for them, but everybody knows the history. They know how good Howard and Anderson, and they know Neptune. They they hear about Neptune. They've all you gotta do is talk to people on the circuit. They'll tell you just how good these coaches are, how good people they are. Getting Ashley Howard was huge. Getting Baker Dunleavy was huge. Still having Anderson and Nardi after Halkovich left was huge. And this is what's going on. So. Yes, on the 25th, um, excuse me, on the 22nd, you will see Josiah Mosley there, 22nd to 24th. Then you're going to have on the 15th, you will have Malcolm Thomas. Then on the 8th is Isaiah Elhom. So, Elhom, so that's a guy, like, that. that's a big month. That's a big month for Villanova. Uh, you got guys from the 2024 class these are four visits, the 25th, the 8th, the 15th, the 22nd. Villanova's making strides. They're trying to get a commitment. They're trying to get guys to commit now. Uh, I'm pretty sure after this five, since he's focusing on it, Bethia's going to make a decision. If Bethia commits to Villanova, that's going to send waves through recruits to want to come through because Bethia's getting the – you know, just recruits get the respect. Then you're looking at Malcolm Thomas – if, if I'm saying who I think will be the – I just don't think Betsy is the guy. Uh, Betsy, you know, it don't look like he, – he likes Villanova, but it don't look like it's a great pool like that. We're going to see what happens. 
But Jaleel Bethia, close. It's so close. I mean, Alabama's right there. Kansas is right in there. Kansas is doing a great job with their recruiting class. So they're going to go after him. Um, Mosley and Thomas, to be wanted by a school like that and to be able to come in and contribute. Those two guys are going to – they're jumping they're jumping at Nova, and Nova's making them a priority. Alone, that's going to be something to see. Can they get a five-star like that? These are – like, I, I don't see him – no, I don't see him or Betsy right now in their favorable mode. But Thomas, um, Bethia, and Mosley are three guys to watch out for. Three guys to definitely watch out for. So, listen – I'll have more. I've been going in depth. It's a lot of things to keep up with. I'm out, y'all. Um, it is Follow the Leader, man. Um, sport. This is Follow the Leader Sports. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I'm out here, man. Follow the Sports. I'm out, Leader Johnson. Rock, paper,